It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone, how is everyone doing? We are, what, halfway-ish through uh, Game Week 5. Um, I'm here to round up some of the action um, of yesterday. Uh, there's not too much point in looking ahead uh, to Game Week 6 yet, because obviously we've got the big round of matches um, to come in a bit, but there were some interesting things from last night's games that I thought would be make quite an interesting video. Um, so I put together some stats and had a look through that. Um, you might notice I'm not Karam. Uh, Karam is our uh, brilliant host of the Stats of the Day um, video series, uh, which normally go out Saturday um, when there's obviously when there's a game week on the weekend. Um, he does those about nine o'clock, the streams. So if you enjoy this kind of like roundup of the stats and, and things like that, uh, do check Karam's video out every week. I think I'm flinging from this week. I think he's away um, at the weekend, but he'll be back um, after that. So new video to the channel. Um, if you do like it, obviously, uh, drop us a like, give us some comments um, about it as well. And yeah, I'll pass those over to um, Karim, um too. Um, just before we get into it, I just want to talk about our sponsor for this video, uh, which is Fanslide. Um, I've been playing Fanslide um, this season so far. Uh, basically, it's a, an app that you can use to um, kind of enjoy uh, live games in a slightly different way. Um, you can pick three players. They earn three times, two times, and one times um, points based on all the things that happen in the game. Interceptions, tackles, clean sheets, literally everything is logged and recorded and shows up on the screen as the game is live. Um, you pick those three players, you can have them in your team for 20 minutes. After that time, you take them out uh, and then you can't use them again. So there's a kind of a, a trade-off between, you know, which players to bring in from which team at which moments. Should you back the defenders early on and hope there's not an early goal? Um, you know, for the weaker teams, should you go for the strikers later on in the match where there tends to be more goals? All that kind of strategy um, is up to you to decide. Um, it's completely free to play. Um, and there are different sort of free to play games, uh, each with their own kind of prize pool. Uh, there's also sort of paid for games as well. I think it's like two pounds and five pounds, but you play for a whole match. So you don't have to, you don't have to keep sort of betting on it like you might do with, with other bets. Um, if you are spending money, obviously 18 plus um, only, uh, do GamblerWare, um, gamblerware.co.uk if you're worried um, about your gambling or anyone else's um, and also for all the facts about gambling um, as well. But I think it's a, it's a really cool uh, and fun new way of, of playing FPL that isn't just put your team in, you know, wait to the deadline and then you've got no control. You've got control kind of as the whole match um, goes and develops. Um, if you are interested, 
Uh, tonight, there's a £100 free roll, which is Liverpool versus Newcastle. Starts at 8 o'clock. Um, you just need to sign up to the app, download it. There's links in the description. You can play that for free. See if you like it. Let us know if you do um, in the comments um, and on Scout as well. Uh, they're a new partner of ours, a brand new game. I've chatted to the owner. Uh, lovely guy. Um, you know, really wants to kind of make this game a, a success. So give it a go and let me know what you think. Um, right. Let's go into... The roundup of the week, I put together this little graphic, which is um, very similar to Karam's. It's not plagiarising, because I actually made this graphic for, for Karam. So technically, if anything, he's, he's plagiarised um, from me. Um, hi to people in the chat. 250 people watching. Uh, hi to Haiku. How's the acting career going? Uh, yeah, I don't think I've, I've got a, um, a career in acting. I, I, did, I do have an A-level in, in drama. Um, I got the highest mark for the practical exam in my class and the lowest mark for the theory, which got me a C uh, overall. I was a bit disappointed with that, but probably the less said about that, um, the better. Um, anyway, no one cares about my acting career. Uh, let's have a look at... Uh, that was in reference to the Match of the Day challenge, by the way, in case anyone was, was uh, wondering. Um, let's have a look back at some of the action then. So I've, I've watched the kind of highlights. I've read a load of match reports. I've looked at a load of fan forums about kind of the, the performances. I haven't seen, um, you know, the full... Um, you know, four games of all these just, just to get into, but I've got a pretty good idea of, of how these games kind of went. And obviously if you did watch the games, you know, let me know in the chat what you what you kind of think of it. Um Tim Lay for us how my wild my wild card went. Yeah, I'll talk about that in a bit. Quite a decent start actually, quite happy uh, for once. Um let's start with Leeds and Everton then. Um I've got one nil on the screen. It definitely wasn't one nil. It was definitely one all. In fact all my scores are wrong. How's that for a, a terrible start? Um it was one all uh, Leeds versus Everton, um, of course, and it was 2-1 to Southampton versus Chelsea. Excellent. Uh, Leeds drew 1-0. The XG data is bears out that it was a very even game. XG for Leeds of 1.01, XG for Everton of, of 1.00. Um, not too many kind of major standout performers, I didn't think. I mean, Sinistera um, took the headlines. He scored a goal from, I think it was outside the area, just beat sort of Pickford at his, at his near post. Um, really nice goal. Um, XG for that of only 0.2. Um, big disappointment for Rodrigo owners. Obviously, he was subbed at, at 30 minutes um, and looks like he might be out for a little while um, as well. So people are going to have to make decisions about what to do with him. I mean, if you've got him at, at six, you know, you can't afford Sinistera. And um, for example, I think we're going to see some people moving to Harrison. If you want to keep faith in Leeds, his XG in that game was 0.36. Pretty good. He's created a lot of chances this year um, already. Um, and I think Rodrigo could potentially have been a problem for people anyway. So in some ways, that injury might be a bit of a blessing for the people with Rodrigo um, in their side, although it's hard to see that kind of as it is. Um, I was impressed with Leeds. I thought, you know, sometimes the XG, I think a lot of these, these XG data doesn't really tell the full story of, of kind of what um, what happened in these matches. Um, but, you know, I think uh, this one particularly, I think Leeds were, were the better side. They created more chances. They had more energy about them. They had more shots. The problem with Everton is they seem just to be happy to kind of soak pressure um, and kind of allow teams to, to have chances and have the ball um, and try to, you know, hit play, hit teams on the on the kind of counter-attack. And, and, you know, they don't have the kind of clinical finishing ability or they don't even have a striker. So trying to find a clinical finisher in their side is, is going to be really difficult um, for them. They're incredibly reliant on Gordon. Um, who scored again. I mean, what Cooper is doing with that through ball coming through for Iwobi, he kind of, if you haven't seen it, Iwobi plays a really bad pass um, that basically is going straight into Cooper's legs and he kind of dummies it, <laughs> but dummies it straight into the path of Gordon, who then finishes. It's a really weird bit of bit of defending. Um, 
So obviously that's why Iwobi's XGI is 0.03, whereas Gordon's is 0.45 because he was essentially through on through on goal after that mistake. So they're the kind of chances that Everton, you know, desperately need to take. I do fear for them from an attacking sense. I definitely fear from them from a from a defensive sense. I think they've got a pasting um, coming um, in a little while. It's really annoying me that says one nil and not one all. Um, must be annoying people. Yeah, Josh White. I know. I know the, the scores are wrong. I don't really know how that happened. I think sometimes I I, I have it set up so that kind of things automatically um, update. I wonder if I've done that and not changed it. Anyway, yeah, sorry. Leeds, Leeds um, drew one. I've got, even got the colours wrong as well, so I've got complete, I've completely got that one that one wrong. Um, but yeah, I think Everton fans are kind of rightfully worried about what's going to happen um, to their team. I think, you know, if Gordon does leave, that is just a huge loss for them. I We'll talk about Chelsea in a bit. I don't think Gordon massively improves Chelsea, if I'm being honest, but it massively weakens um, Everton. Uh, they've got three points from from five games. Um, I think some of those points have been fairly lucky um, as well. So I think Everton are a, a team that we're we, we're going to start targeting. Um, the reason their XG is so low and a player that isn't mentioned here is was was Patterson. Um, Patterson was had a really good chance kind of right at the end um, to actually get Everton more from that game, um, which would have been a, a big surprise. Um, Anana had a good chance as well. So they're reliant on kind of very few chances to kind of get those points. So. We'll see. I don't think we're going to be considering any of their options for a while, but I still think they're a team that we can kind of be um, struggling. Uh, teams are going to you know, find it quite easy to play against at times. And they have a tendency to frustrate and, and annoy teams. And I wonder if Liverpool's going to be one of those, but I think they've got a pace coming uh, soon, pretty much. They, they're just, they're just a, quite a negative team to, to, to watch and to play against. I think there's probably a drubbing. Um, if we head over to the expected stats, for example... This season so far, I mean, this is inclusive of Bournemouth's um, 9-0 loss. There's no team that's actually conceded more chances than Everton in the league. Um, them and Fulham, interestingly enough. But obviously, they have played kind of a, a game more as well, so you'd expect Bournemouth to, to, to come up. But given, you know, th- this this is this isn't great for them. Um, if you look at the minutes per ex, uh, ex uh, minutes per expected goal conceded, which is probably a better metric given they have played more games. Um, Everton are third from bottom. So they're conceding effectively a goal every 59.6 minutes. So expected to concede well over a goal, pushing on towards two goals um, every game. Uh, Bournemouth are next with 54.1 and Forest are the worst team uh, defensively in the league so far. And they play City <laughs> tonight. So Harland captains will be confident about that. Um, so that's their defence. I mean, if you, if you look at um, the XG um, of Everton, uh, they are not too bad when you compare it to that. I mean, you've got Bournemouth right down the bottom. I mean, 286.5. I know they've had a hard run, but that is an absolutely shocking. Um, you know, they're just, they're just not expected to score. You know, expected to score one every like four games, whatever it is. It's, it's crazy. Um, next worst on the list is Forest with 108.1. Um, you've got to go down to 82.7 um, for Everton. So they are expected at least to, to score a goal. Um, every match it's just are they likely to when they've got no kind of striker um, in their side so they're okay from an attacking sense although I wouldn't be investing in any of their midfielders um, but from a defensive sense as I said I think they're still a a team to to target Um, Leeds on the other hand um, Leeds are um, doing uh, decently from an attacking sense minutes per XG um, 60.8 you know that's kind of in the top six um, of all sides um, below Brighton why not uh, Spurs, Liverpool, Arsenal, and, and City? So I think you know, given the fixtures, still good for Leeds. This is a time when, when you can keep faith in them. I really like Sinistera. Uh, I'm going to find it hard to get him in because he's six point five. But if you maybe have got a little bit of extra money in the bank and you're moving off Rodrigo, I think Sinistera is a, is a really fun pick who's who's going to be kind of Rafina light um, in some ways um, as well. Uh, from a defensive sense, 
if we go back to, I'll, I'll, I won't do the um, XG conceded, we just do it by minutes. Um, you've got Leeds uh, somewhere table, I believe. Yeah, there. So mid-table, 68.2. So again, Leeds aren't a team that I think, you know, they're a team that's too invested in the attack. And I don't think they're showing signs of being a team that are going to get pasted every week, which is probably a far cry from what I thought they were um, potentially going to be at the, at the start of the season. So Leeds, okay. Hold your players. Everton, don't buy any. That's the kind of the, the thing I get from that. Uh, let's take a look at the second one, which is Southampton Chelsea. Oh my God, what is going on with with Chelsea? Obviously, the scores are wrong on this one as well. Uh, my apologies. Uh, Southampton did win this. He's got the colour right. Uh, they won this two one. Um, Chelsea. I mean, what can you say? They're, they're a team that plays well in in spells. I thought they were really impressive against Spurs. Lack the cutting edge, which is something that we're going to be saying probably the whole season unless they sign a, a striker. Um, but again, I thought, you know, against Leeds, they just look really disjointed. The, the front three just doesn't seem to be gelling at all. They've got problems in midfield, injuries. You know, they're relying on Kante coming back, who isn't the same player that he was a few years ago, has all the injuries himself. Kovacic is out. Gallagher was banned. Loftus-Cheek has now got another injury. It's really, really grim, I think, from a from a Chelsea sense. I I, I think they're, they're struggling at, at the back and that largely that comes from the fact they can't keep the ball in midfield and they don't have that cohesion kind of in the final third as well. Um, you know, Mount got the assist, very fortuitous. I sold him. Obviously, that was going to happen, but never sensed that he was going to get kind of a big haul um, from that. Um, Sterling scored a good goal. He's kind of the lively player. He's the one that you want to invest in if you're going to be getting a Chelsea player. But let's be honest, I think we can do a lot better than investing in Chelsea um, at the moment. Um, you know, I, I know a lot of people have moved from James to Cucurella. When you look at Cucurella's XGI in that game, 0.05 against Southampton, really poor. You're not going to be getting any many attacking returns and from him if that continues when you compare that to when Reese James plays on, on the right side. Cucurella's XGI is, is nowhere near the level that James's is, for example. So, yes, you're paying less, but I think James is the only Chelsea player that we should really be um, considering. Um, a few people mentioning Fafana in the chat. He signed today. Interesting, he, he obviously makes Chelsea better defensively. I think that pretty much affirms that Reese James is going to come back at right wing back and, and stay there. Um, be interesting to see what happens with Cucurella, whether he carries on, whether he just is the upgrade now to Chilwell, who just doesn't seem to be playing, or if he's going to be kind of in and out the team. I just don't like Chelsea defensively, particularly. It'd be interesting. I want to see how they settle, um, you know, with Fafana kind of in the side when they go back to the back three. I think while their midfield is so light and so weak, teams are going to be able to win midfield battles and get at them and it doesn't matter how you can have you know all the best centre-backs in the world but if your midfield is weak teams are going to find a way to play through it and, and bully and get through so I think Chelsea are just a hard avoid um, at the moment if you've got Mount you sell him if you've got Cucurella you probably hold you probably look to, to bring Reece James back in a few weeks but I certainly wouldn't be investing in any of their other players I really thought Broya was going to start um, you know but there were some rumours that he was and I think that's kind of the, the, the play, type of play they're missing I mean that's what we all thought Lukaku was going to be and they've, you know, they were struggling without him and they've got rid of him and haven't signed anyone. It's, it's really bizarre what's going on there. And I think Tuchel's in trouble because if Tuchel doesn't start turning this round, you know, given the amount of investment that's been spent, given the, um, given the, new, the fact there's a new owner, which never normally is great for a, a manager who was there before, um, you know, he might have his own ideas, his own ways of wanting to, the, the club to play. Um, I think he's going to have to turn round, results around pretty quickly. And I look at that squad, even with the money they've spent, and I don't think they're going to do it. So really interesting times ahead for, for Chelsea, especially when the Champions League and stuff kicks in. Just don't think they've got the, the squad to compete um, and they're going to be challenging the top four rather than challenging anywhere near at the upper echelons of the league or, or the Champions League. 
Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Um, Southampton, though, I mean, really impressive. Really, really impressed with, with Southampton. I thought they were great. You know, te- I think teams are starting to learn a bit more that you can, if you attack some of these top sides, they can be got at. And we see it against Liverpool. We see it against, you know, Man City even when Palace attacked them. Okay, they, they um, eventually ended up losing that game, but at least they gave them a bit of a game. Um, and that's the way to kind of, you know, especially when you've got a team like Chelsea who are in a bit of disarray, you kind of have to get at them. And I was impressed with a lot of a lot of their players. Um, Parold's on there. Um, I thought he, he played excellently. Um, Lavia scored a great goal. I mean, 4.5 million mid. He's only 18 years old as well. Um, they've signed all these kind of new players and, you know, not having Gineppo at left back or whatever it is probably... Um, probably has uh thank you jimmy daniels very kind of you in the chat um and yeah and we'll see um we'll see kind of what happens with southampton i think everyone including myself had, had written them off uh kind of at the start but if they put in performances like against chelsea if they put in performance against against the leeds as well when they came back from that um they'll probably have enough to to survive so yeah great performance from them again i don't think there's going to be a huge amount of investment in any of their players um not yet um elianusi you know looked good on the xgi um but realistically um, I think you know it's it's, it's not it's not um, it's not time to invest in them. What was interesting? I mean, Chelsea lost that game two one. I think they could have lost it by more. Um, the XGI data again doesn't doesn't show the full um, package. I mean, they had two uh, you know almost certain goals cleared off the line. Chelsea as well, so it could have been even worse for them. But I think they were lucky to escape with a with a two one um, in that match. Uh, Fulham Brighton, yeah. I mean, this was uh, my dad. If anyone saw the stream um, earlier. Uh, yesterday, my dad predicted a 2-1 um, to Fulham and he's been predicting uh, you know, a lot of, of Brighton wins this season already. He's really happy with, with the team. Um, this was before we'd even seen the lineup. When I saw the lineup, I thought, ah, is this, is this, um, is this uh, Potter being too clever again? And I think it, it probably was in the end. Um, for the first 30 to 40 minutes, Brighton were absolutely awful in that match. It didn't look like they had a plan. didn't look like anyone knew who the actual striker um, in that side was. Um, and it got a lot better when when Welbeck came into the side, and actually he had our best opportunity um, in the match. Um, it was really just a kind of Mitrovic show, as it is going to be so often um, when it's Fulham, and it's the reason why I wildcarded and, and brought him in, um, just because of how impressive he is, um, you know, and how how that team is is just so structured to get the most out of him. It's a hard buy for him because obviously he has Spurs and then has Chelsea, but you've got to think. I think there's going to be rotation for Spurs um, in the next game. 
given they're going to the Champions League. And Chelsea, despite all their signings that we talked about, are in a bit of disarray. So I think it's it's not a bad time to move on, on Mitrovic. Um, his price is going to go up as well. Um, and I think, you know, when you've got a player uh, like that in the side, um, the, the, the ta- I mean, Talisman doesn't even begin to cover what, what Mitrovic is for that, that Marco Silva side. So I think you get, I think you get Mitrovic in. Um, you know, I think Tony, we're going to talk about Tony, talk about Zaha. They've got some other kind of talismans there as well. But if I'm picking out of those three, um, I'm picking, I'm picking Mitrovic um, in that one. Um, oh, I actually had some uh, data on uh, Brighton from last season, just to show that nothing really changes. Uh, here's the team comparison. Um, again, this is all on Fantasy Football Scout. So if you're interested in this kind of stuff, do head over and, and sign up and you can have a look. But if you look at the XG Delta, so uh, a goals uh, minus um, XG. So basically a minus indicates that we, the team should have scored more goals than they have. West Ham are, are sort of at the top of the bottom of this, whatever you want to call it. And then Wolves and then there's Brighton um, in third. Uh, it's it's typical, you know, that's kind of where we are. If we go back to 2021 as well, last season, um, we are uh, third on the list of that as well. So, you know, this this is just a, a thing that happens time and time again. What you don't do when you're a team that can score a lot of chances is not play a striker. I can't understand why Yundav didn't start that game when, when Welbeck was out. Okay, you wanted to give Welbeck a bit of a rest and he said he took a few knocks. But surely you give Undav the chance to to perform to, to you know start that. And this is the problem with with owning Brighton assets. Um, I've got Pascal Gross. Brighton are going to frustrate because they're going to create chances. He's going to create chances. And we just don't have anyone really capable of finishing them. Uh, Welbeck is our best finisher and he's not exactly known for being a clinical uh, finisher. So, yeah, same again. Um, you know, defensively, though, uh, we are looking really good. Um, again, we're third on the list in that, so we've we've actually conceded two goals less than we should, and that's in part to um, Sanchez just having a having a, a worldie. Um, and you look at Everton and Forest. Pickford had a really good start to the season. I thought he was didn't actually mention him. I thought he was excellent in that game. Made a really good save um, in, against Leeds. Uh, and Henderson obviously is just going to win. Um, he's just going to win Forest points because he's a top tier keeper. So these are these are the kind of metrics you want to see. It's, it's good when your team is obviously not conceding more chances. You look down the bottom, you look at Bournemouth, you look at Leicester, you look at Southampton. A lot of these, you know, you've, you've got to question kind of the, the keepers and the fact that if they're not saving what they should, uh, then they're probably not the ones to get or and don't target those defences, which I don't think any of us are, he says, with Ward as his starting striker in the wild card. Uh, let's have a look at um, Palace. Uh, Brett on Puff, you saying that didn't change? Oh, sorry. Let me have a quick, let me go back to that then. Did I not press filter? Oh, no, you're right. Sorry, it didn't change. No, we actually go up to second last year um, when it's <laughs> when when we look at the, uh, the you know, the expected data versus goals. Yeah, Norwich should have scored basically 13 goals more than they should. We, we should have scored 12 as his last season. Um, so, again, I mean, yeah, so I didn't press the filter button. But, yeah, nothing changed. So we're third um, on this season and we're second last season. So, again, it's going to be a theme that just carries on with, with Brian. Um, thanks for pointing that out in the chat. That's why it's useful to do these lives, you see? Um, right, let's look at the third game then, which was Palace versus Brentford. Um, not too many standout performances from Palace, uh, except for a certain Wilfred Zaha. Uh, I thought he was absolutely superb in that game. I do wonder if a team's going to make a late move for him. I'm not sure where he would go. Um, I saw, I think it was Goldbridge talking about how he, he thinks he should sign for, for um, Chelsea. I don't really think that's the kind of signing they need. I mean, they've got Sterling um, there anyway. You know, they've got Pulisic. Do they really need another kind of 
sort of light player like that. I mean, he, he couldn't be any worse than what they've got at the moment. But, you know, I look at the top sides. look at Arsenal, I look at United, they, they're going for Anthony and they're going to want him. Spurs are stocked in that position. I don't think that any of the top six sides are going to be going after him. So I don't know where he, he would go. Arsenal, um, Newcastle, potentially, if some Max Man's injured, would they put in a, a bid for him? He's only got a year left on his contract. Be interested to know um, kind of where you where, where you kind of sit with that. Um, but yeah, he was really impressive. I mean, a great goal, great goal for him. Um, really enjoyed watching him play. Uh, Brentford played well. Um, I thought it was a game with not too many um, chances. Tony did his kind of thing where he dropped deep and was kind of spraying things around. Um, he set up a few kind of chances, sort of half chances for, for Palace. But actually his XGI of 0.82 suggests that he was unlucky um, to come away from that game with with uh, nothing because in 82% of games, basically he gets something um, from that match. Um, and if you look at some of the other players, I mean, you're looking at their defenders, really. Uh, Zanka Mi, um, uh, you know, they had good chances right at the end of the game, could have actually won the match, which probably would have been a bit unfair. Um, Vissa scored a good goal, great cross, you know, two minutes from the end of time um, as well, a great ball from from Yanel. So you look at these these XGI kind of things, most of this came sort of towards the end of the match um, when Palace were looked like they were in control of that game. Um, and like I said, not too many chances in that match until Brentford almost snatched it kind of right at the end. Uh, Brentford, an interesting one. I mean, a lot of people have got Tony. Um, I think he's fine. Um, for me, I'd rather have Mitrovic if I was going to be buying one. Now, I think we're going to see too much of Tony dropping deep and, and playing others in. Um, this is a good option. You've got, they've got Mbomo there. They've got loads of other players that, that can kind of score. Um, Mitrovic is just all the, the Mitrovic show. It's all about him. And I like that more, even if the fixtures are a little bit tougher. Zaha's is a really interesting one. I mean, 0.53 XGI. Um, I mean, the goal he scored would have had an XGI of, of something really low. Um, so he, he had sort of other chances kind of in that match um, as well. He's everything to, to Palace. I personally don't think he's going to sign for another club. Um, and if his injury is kind of behind him, then it's going to be time to uh, maybe invest. But I would definitely wait um, and don't buy him until the transfer window is closed, just in case someone does put in a late move um, for him. Um, I think that's pretty much it. Uh, thank you, everyone, um, in the chat. A few people being nasty about my rank. It's not very nice, is it? Uh, you know, don't kick a man when he's down at, at four million. All I'm trying to do here is, is kind of um, present the uh, present the present the stats. Uh, I've got to give a bit of opinion as well, or it'd be pretty pretty boring this stream. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think out of the games yesterday, there isn't probably a huge amount of of interest in players other than Mitrovic. Mitrovic is by far the key. Um, player and I don't think we need to keep watching him to know how Fulham set up and what they're about. Um, they're, I've been impressed with Fulham this, this season. I think you know I was worried about them kind of defensively. I thought they'd probably still score goals, but would struggle defensively. But I think they've made a really smart signing in Leno, um, who uh, actually kind of kept, kept them three points. We had a chance right at the end, um, and yeah, I think you know with Mitrovic as well. When the fixtures turn, he's going to be kind of in everyone's side. So I don't think there's anything wrong in going early with Mitrovic and pairing him with, with Haaland and, and Jesus, which I think is going to be the front three that most people have. So move for it early um, if you're looking to, to you know strengthen your, your striker spot um, and kind of go from there. Um, right, everyone, thank you so much. Nice quick stream. Uh, this one, 26 minutes. Hopefully you've enjoyed it. Uh, Cameron back doing these um, soon. Uh, thank you all for joining me and I will see you tomorrow. Uh, it's a Janny's team reveal tomorrow. So we'll be talking to Janny. I don't know how he's getting on. Uh, I think he's like 20 points ahead of me or something like that. So that gives you a, a pretty good taste. So if you don't like listening to a 4 million rank manager, you can listen to a 2 million rank manager talk about his team instead. Uh, also, I think we're, before I did this stream, we were either very, very close to 80,000 subs or on 80,000 subs. 
Um, that's been my target this week to hit 80,000. So if you haven't subscribed to the channel yet, um, please do. Really appreciate it. I do like this stream as well. Once we've hit those 80,000, I will be um, getting a new graphic, which like the one just just done because that was at 73,000 when I first started. Now we're at 80. Lovely stuff. Thanks, everyone, and see you all soon.